Welcome into the Pope Prep Coaches Show. Coach Kim DeMarini will join us later, but first, Dr. Charles Wade, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Since we uh, last talked last week, you've had three games since then, uh, three big games, and we'll start with the one on Friday night. Uh, Friday night was a very emotional night for many reasons. Uh, senior night, that group of seniors, it's always tough to say goodbye and watch them and what was their final home game. They played one more after that because of snow. But talk about that game on Friday night. It was a 10-point, uh, 9-point win over Innsworth. Uh, talk about the emotions of the evening with your guys. Well, it was, it, was a, it was a tough night, like you said, for many reasons. Kind of the fin finality of, of all of our seniors playing their last home game in front of a, a special crowd uh, with everyone wearing the blue in remembrance of one of our former players and uh, the past chase that was uh, just not our, – our kids were, were emotional all day. So it was, it was tough not having Chase there with us even though he was there in spirit and – the blue and yeah. mom being there. So, uh, yeah, we, we had a hard time just kind of keeping it together. And I felt like emotionally you knew it was going to come. There was a lot of energy in the beginning, the emotion, let's get this. And then you kind of hit that emotional wall because it was a long day for your players. And, um, you know, one of the cool things I want to commend you because you are competing right now to do something this school has never done, and that's win this division. And you're right there with, with Brentwood Academy uh, and senior night. You started a young man, Will Spence. Not only did you start Will Spence uh, as a senior who doesn't get a lot of playing time, but you got him some looks at three, didn't make one. But I thought that was a really cool moment that you made bigger than what basketball was. And it is bigger than basketball. Will comes out there, he gives us everything he has. He's a, he's a leader on and off the floor. Um, he deserved the opportunity to get some shots in that game. We didn't just want to put him out there just mm -hmm. for ceremonial purposes. The idea was to let him hit a couple threes and get, get the crowd involved. Um, and he, he's a good shooter. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's uh, it's, it's in his head now, but um, he, sure. he, he's, he's shot well in practice. And, and we it's, it's uh, a gesture that, uh, I just didn't want it to be a token gesture for mm -hmm. Will because he means so much to to us uh, in our program and what we're trying to do this year. Well, and the chemistry that this team has built, you can see it there. They wanted Will to get his chance. You know, they yeah. were working to get Will his chance, yes. and everybody was coming off the bench when he would shoot a three. You know, and yeah. all that. So it, it was good. It was a good night. I know you were glad to get that game behind you. Um, for a lot of reasons, yeah. and then you moved on to Monday night in a snow makeup game, which then turned out to be our last home game yeah. uh, against the CPA team. Uh, they gave you all a lot of fits last year, um, and and this one, I don't want to say revenge is ever a thing, but but those were some tough losses last year. You had a game winner at the end last year here that you had a chance to make and didn't. Yeah. So talk about the talk about the turnaround and 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 you know you had some big games uh, from some kids that night too. Yeah, we we played fantastic really from the start to finish. Um, we shot it well. Um, I blame coming off the bench hitting four D threes. Osby, the energy not only he brought on on the offensive end but the defensive end. He even got him a dunk attempt in there. Uh, I really <laughs> attempt, thought attempt. yeah Sorry, attempt. Osby. I really <laughs> thought he was gonna make it, uh, but he got up there. I'll give him that. Yep, um, absolutely. Uh, Trey and Fred and Jerron, uh, Tonio, and even Don Donovan off the bench and the energy that he brought, uh, he's been playing fantastic. Mm -hmm. So just a continuation of that. And I just think we were defensively locked in. To hold a team like CPA to 22 points and a half 
is really getting it done. And, and that's been our focus um, the last two weeks after we gave up 81 last week in the game. We, we talked about we're having to defend to get to where we want to go. If we want to get to Cookville, we got to defend. As impressive as, as it was to hold them to 22, I think you had 52 at halftime. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, we, we, we shot, like I said, Blaine and, and Osby shooting the ball the way they did. Um, we we uh, Offensive rebounding, we were really good in that game. We had a lot of second-chance points. Um, our press was working. So it was almost like a perfect storm. We got all three of the things that we like to do going. Yep. Well, and I think that's one of the things we've all been waiting on is to watch this team really put it together for four quarters. And yeah. really it was three quarters because in the fourth quarter you got some kids some chances to get in there and play, which is really cool. But for three quarters they really you know, you know, kept the foot on the gas and, and, and had that mentality, which yeah. is one of the things you we've all been kind of waiting to see what they can yeah. do. Yeah, that's kind of been the uh, us preaching. If we can play consistently at a high level for fourth quarter, four quarters, we will be a tough out against anyone mm-hmm. talent-wise. We're as talented as anybody in the state. It's just a matter of having a mentality where you get up 20 and not let's start doing things to pad our averages or leak sure. out or, uh, you know, just teenage-type stuff. Yeah. So we, we, we're we we're starting to get it. And you still, I mean, at times you have three sophomores sitting out there. Yes. So you're still a young team. But, you know, one young man I want to talk about because then you turned around Tuesday, you go to Lipscomb Academy, uh, get another really nice win there. Uh, I mean, there's all good wins in this division. Yeah. Uh, is Fred Bailey. Uh, you know, Fred Fred has had an amazing year. Yeah. Uh, he is an amazing young man. Should have been a finalist this year. I 100% um, agree. It, it, it was really a travesty that he does not get recognized for everything that he's done. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing that maybe hurts him is he's on the team with a lot of good players. Yeah. And if he had he played selfish this year, his numbers could have been higher, but he didn't. Oh. And he should be in that that talk. And it's more than just how many points you're averaging yeah. a game. And I think he was 19 or whatever. Yeah. But he does so many other good things for you. Well, um, in that game Tuesday night, he had 15 re- rebounds. Yeah. From the guard position, 15 rebounds. That's unheard. That of. That, that is getting it done. Um, they're they're. There was a reason why he was the first player to get triple-double. Fred plays with a great deal of physicality. He imposes his will. Um, but I, I looked at that stat the next morning. I, I could not believe it. Yeah. We knew he rebounded well, but sure. fit, to the to the order of 15, um, that was special. And it was special to kind of see his growth, um, not only from last year to this year, but from game to game. And just how he comes over and approach the coaches and discuss what he's seeing on the floor, what he like to do, um, like what he like to see happen. That's that's a big change from last year. Yeah. So you uh, you get that win. You have one more game uh, that will be Friday night, and then your region play is done. You go at CPA, a team who you just played on Monday. Is it? Is it tough? Is it any more pressure to face a team that quickly on the turnaround? Yes. Or does it make it easier to prepare? It makes it a little bit easier to prepare because there's not much that's going to change as far as preparation. Um, we we had success against them, so, I I mean, why would we do – why would we game plan mm-hmm. much differently? Um, or there are some things we got to shore up. Yes, we were, we were not very good transition defense, and we wasn't consistent rebounding the ball. Um, we shore those two things up and then, you know, just kind of let the chips fall where they may. I think the biggest part is just keeping the boys 
motivated because it was such a gap in the um, in the game. And but having them understand they're at home, they're going to shoot better. Sure. It's their last home game. Um, even though kind of the tourney is going to be played there, it's, it's, it's their last regular season home game, and they're going to come out fired up and ready to go for their seniors. So we, we have to be ready for that. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that you've had to adjust and these kids have had to adjust this year, especially after the way last year finished, is they're now being hunted. And, you know, this team's going to go in there against us on, on Friday night. They're going to take us very seriously. Yeah. They're going to have nothing to lose. Um, and you've had to see that, you know, when you all beat Brentwood Academy here and then you go at BA, I saw an interview after that game that we've had that game circled since we lost. And it's very different for this school and this program, and it's a testament to what you have done and what you've built here to be on that end of it because usually we're on the other end with nothing yes, to lose. We, to, to have that statement come out of, uh, you know, their players – Mouth at BA shows how things have flipped mm-hmm. because that that was never the case. Even when we had success two years ago, people wasn't circling sure. us on the schedule for for a get back game or a bounce back game. So uh, we're in new territory in many ways. Uh, Twenty two wins, school record. Uh, only four losses at this point. Nine wins in the region, school record. Um, so we're we're approaching a lot of things that we've never experienced before. But the boys are taking it in stride. Uh, we as coaches just got to keep uh, keep reminding them what the big, what the ultimate goal is and and how and how we're going to get there. After Friday's game, uh, there will be a bit of a break for you all. How do you adjust? How do you handle not going straight into a game on Tuesday because you will get the bye to the semifinals? Uh, treat it just like a normal bye. Um, we'll we'll take Saturday and Sunday off. We'll get their bodies back in order. Um, some of them will still find their way into the gym Saturday because that's who they are. Um, we'll come in Monday, Tuesday, really get after it and, and try to do a lot more scrimmaging, getting up and down to, to keep us keep us game fresh, game ready to go. And then Wednesday and Thursday, we start to work on game planning. We, w- we won't really know who we're going to play until Thursday, so we'll, we'll hone in on the opponent, opponent Thursday. And, and from a scheduling standpoint, you will be – the tournament will be hosted at CPA. When will you play? What day will you play? And we, we will <clears throat> play right now. We're guaranteed to play Friday. Okay. So if we finish the second seed, I believe it's either 5 or 5.30. If, okay. we, if we're the number one seed, I think it's at 7.30. And then you win that game, you turn around and play the Saturday, next day. Saturday night, yeah. And then the state tournament starts. Yes. You know, and, you know, not looking too far ahead trying to project for people who yeah. want to come watch us play yeah. and know when we're playing. Yeah. It's always difficult to find the information online yeah. uh, and stuff. But but right now, you know, I know you want to do one game at a time. You want to go win uh, Friday night yeah. and get that get that tied record. Or if I'm assuming, I think you all are tied right now with BA. If yeah, we win, are. You win. I think yeah. you all end up tied for the, for yeah. the division. Yeah, we tied for the division. So a lot of the other games have implications. Uh, if, gotcha. uh, if if somehow Lipscomb upsets BA, then we we are number one seed mm-hmm. by ourselves. If that doesn't happen, BA wins. We win. Um, we need NBA to be Ryan because then NBA is the third seed, and the tiebreaker for the number one seed would go against common gotcha. record. And since uh, Lipscomb, I mean, since BA split with NBA, sure. we would have the advantage there. So that's that's what we're looking forward to, and. And then next Friday, really the most important game we'll, we'll have all year because it's a chance to, if you win that game, you're hosting 
um, the sub-state or the final quarterfinal mm-hmm. game to, to go to Cookville. And the goal all along, uh, you know, from, from back even at the end of last year, uh, at last season, was to get to Cookville. Yes. And, you know, and, and I think this team, you all have it right there in front of you, and they, they can go as far as they want to go uh, if they play the way they're capable of playing, certainly. Yes, and, and if we're, we go out and play at our best, We'll let the chips fall where they may. We just don't want to leave a game just saying that we didn't. Sure. We we didn't do this or do that. If we play our best game and an opponent just so happened to get us, then we can hold our head up high and, and maybe a week or two kind of look back on all the successes yeah. and things that we accomplished this season. Tonio Wilkerson uh, is a young man we're going to visit with later in the show. Um, senior going to Cumberland. Talk about talk about what he has meant to the program because he came in as a sophomore, uh, and 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 what he has done for, to help us get to where we are at this point. Uh, Tonio has brought a physical presence that we had a hard time finding here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Phillip was the last big man. I was the assistant coach when he was here, as, um, and end up going to MTSU as a D1 signing. But he's he's brought a physical presence uh, as far as rebounding, blocking shots. He's able to define, um, defend anybody that's six mm-hmm. three and up to six ten. He'll go out there and battle. Um, so to to have him to anchor our middle for for these many years has been equal to us having success, especially on the state and region level. And he can shoot the rock. Great yes. touch for a big man. Yes, his ascension behind the three-point line, it's not by accident. Tonio takes a lot of time. He practiced that shot. He was decent at it last year, but he's a really, really good shooter this year. I mean, he's shooting 38% sure. from behind the three, um, and that's been huge in, in helping keeping the floor space for Trey and, and Fred. And I think, Tonio, you talk about the way he can defend all the way up to 6'10". Uh, I think some of my fondest memories when he leaves here will be the battles he had with Malik Dia at at Ensworth because he answered the call and defensively, you know, some of his best games were in those games. Yeah, we played Malik in the playoffs the year before with a pretty good. We had a pretty good team that year. Uh, we had just beat uh, NBA, NBA back to back right before the playoffs, but we just had no answer for Malik. You know, Sabino gave it his all when mm-hmm. he was here, and Sam tried to guard him, but. They they didn't have the girth or the physical presence to be able to guard. And when Tonio came on campus, he was able to give us that from day one. Awesome. Uh, well, good luck this week. When we come back, we're going to be with Coach Kim Demarini. Thanks, Coach Wade. Thanks for having me. having fun? Yeah, I'm going to keep my own pretty soon. Me too. Good night, Kika. Good night. We're here whether you're ready or not. We thrive under the lights. 
a city of performers. Putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back. We are joined by Coach Kim DeMarini. Coach, since we last spoke, you've had a couple of games. Uh, the first one I want to ask you about was Saturday night in Lexington, Kentucky, Tennessee oh. versus Kentucky. I'm kidding. Oh. Tennessee fan here, big Kentucky, from Kentucky. Hey, March is coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's talk to you. It's, it's a busy week for you. Uh, Monday, uh, you had CPA here. It was a snow makeup game. Mm -hmm. I saw a team that seemed to me shot lights out. Uh, they hit, it seemed like for a while, CPA could not miss. Talk about that game and, and, and kind of how that went. It's true. Well, we were, we've been playing really well as a team, and we had prepared for CPA, and, uh, you know, we were more concerned with their inside people, and, you know, their outside, their guards just knocked down lots of shots. So we had to make some adjustments. Um, I mean, we did, we did okay once we made our adjustments, um, but, you know, their shooting percentage was just, phenomenal on th that night so you know of course we had a little bit of difficulty with that <laughs> I, I'm curious from a coaching standpoint so you go into a game like that you have your game plan mm -hmm. um, you know Mike Tyson said everybody has a plan do they get punched in the mouth they start hitting <laughs> those outside shots how quickly do you make those adjustments do you hold on to say okay let's let's see if they start to miss mm -hmm. and then what does that look like is that something you do at halftime or is that something okay. during a timeout you're going <laughs> Okay, we're scrapping this and we're going to right. this. Right. As soon as it starts happening, we uh, we start thinking, okay, what do we what adjustments do we need to make on the fly? So, uh, typically we'll wait till a couple things have happened that verifies, yeah, we need to make a change right now and we make a change on the fly. Maybe call a timeout, you know, our girls are really conditioned to change it on the fly though. Especially with defenses, we like to change them up frequently. So, um, we actually had to call a timeout for that one and uh, make some, some serious adjustments for sure. their outside, their perimeter players. And when you're preparing for a team, I know we've talked about how far ahead you all look ahead at teams. You have uh, Coach Rodriguez that looks ahead. When you prepare for a team like CPA, how, much, how many games are you looking at what their tendencies are? Do you pick and choose? Are you um, trying to watch most of the season? Uh, we probably watched 10 of their games. Okay. So, I mean, we knew we didn't have them till later in the season, and so we had more opportunity mm -hmm. to get more material on them. So we had watched a lot of film on them, and we were familiar with the capabilities that they had. But, you know, it was our – we were coming in, you know, off of, a, off of a busy week, and we were kind of hoping, you know, they're in a different place. You know, you just never know how kids are going to react when – you know, they've been busy, um, but sure enough, they came in and knocked down lots of shots, and we had to make some really quick adjustments. But, you know, we know their personnel pretty well. Well, and that's the thing. The quick turnaround time 
Friday you go at CPA, mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to play a team twice in one week unless you're in tournament play. Yeah, really not our favorite thing to do, but, you know, we have nothing to lose and they have everything to lose. So um, I'm, I'm assume, I am sure that they're going to be the ones who are, you know, uh, a little more afraid of our presence than we are of theirs. Mm -hmm. So we're going to come in to, to take care of some business on Friday night. So we, we hope that we can do that. One of the things about this program, um, when you started here, and what you took over to where you are now is the transformation of, okay, well, you're losing games. Then, okay, well, we're losing by less. And then you're starting to win some games like Harpeth Hall and, and some of those. Mm -hmm. But also it's those close losses. I know we don't have moral victories, but I think it's a sign of the direction of where the program is going. Mm -hmm. And one of those losses, losses happened on Tuesday night at Lipscomb. Yes. Uh, a four-point loss. Talk about that game and the play of your team that night. Well, that was a tough loss for us because we had previously beaten Lipscomb here at home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we haven't had many wins in our region. It's a very difficult region. So uh, to be able to, to take care of them at home and then, you know, we knew that we were capable of beating them. We already had once. And, you know, we played very well on Tuesday night. The ball just didn't, it didn't fall sometimes. But, you know, they took 14 more shots than we did. Wow. And so the volume of shots I mean, where our selection was better, it was good. I was very pleased with their selection of shots, but we just have to, we have to give ourselves more opportunities to score. Um, defense was excellent again. I mean, they've got a, a great player in number 12, Bella Shepard. And so mm -hmm. we really, we keyed in on her. We did our job there. Um, we limited some of the other kids, but a couple other kids, of course, stepped up and knocked down some threes, which really uh, helped them. But you know, overall, I was real pleased with their performance. We just have to put the ball in the bucket a couple more times. So that's, that's really it. And one of the things I noticed, you know, in the, in the first year you were here, uh, you had some games that, that you led late, and, and the girls didn't really know how to react to that. Mm -hmm. And would play at this fast pace, miss a shot, they go down and score, and, and couldn't right. hang on. And it was a learning process mm -hmm. to understand, okay, well, how do we play when we're ahead? Because they weren't used to that. Right. I mean, and even this, this season, we were leading at Grace Christian, and deep. we did not know how to maintain the lead even at the end of the game. So even if we call timeouts, you know, and set up things that we want to run, I mean, girls, are pl they're playing the game. They want to play the game. And, and just to think through, you know, game management, time management, is something, it's a skill that kids have to learn. So we're working on learning that. We're le working on learning how to win. Mm -hmm. We've certainly learned how to, to lose. Um, but now we're got, we have to learn how to win and how to take care of business when it comes down to, you know, difficult situations. And we're going to practice them in, in practice, and we're going to translate those mm -hmm. over into games. And it's rare in a week when you do have two back-to-back -back games that happen Monday and Tuesday, and then Friday, obviously, we talked about you're going mm -hmm. back again. And then Saturday, playoffs start, and you host a game <laughs> right here. Uh, right, you know, if you can get out to here, I believe it's going to be 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, uh, St. Cecilia. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, so talk about the quick turnaround time and getting ready for that. Well, you know, we this will be our fourth game this week, and so that's a lot. Um, the girls are, are they're tired, but yet, you know, they have uh, lots of adrenaline flowing because it becomes tournament time. So with, you know, it comes Saturday, everybody in the state has an even record, 0-0. Zero, zero. It does not matter what you've done in the past, only what you do from that day forward. So we found a new energy in knowing that on Saturday we start all over again. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to it. And we're going to sit down after the break with uh, Olivia Sabino, senior, um, honored her on senior night. Talk about what she's meant to your program and 
And, and here Olivia. she had the game-winning shot earlier oh, this yeah. year, too. Oh, so yeah, at Harpeth Hall, she had, uh, with seven seconds till left came in, you know, you know, Harpeth is really keying in on Bethany and, and Annie and some of our other players, and, you know, Olivia just took it right to the basket, and, you know, the Harpeth didn't know what to do with her, so that's the kind of person she is. She is just, she's not afraid of a situation. She's, you know, a joy to coach. She is very coachable. Um, she takes it very seriously. She works hard. I don't ever have to ask her to, hey, could you pick it up a little bit? Olivia's always going hard. Just a tremendous person, always smiling. You know, I just, I love her. I love what she brings to our team. And, you know, we'll definitely miss her when she's gone next year. Coach Kim DeMarini, when we come back, we're going to speak with Olivia Sabino and Antonio Wilkerson. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Having fun? Yeah, I'm going to keep my own pretty soon. Me too. Good night, Kia guy. Good night. Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not. We thrive under the lights. The city of performers. Putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville. Welcome back. We are here with senior Antonio Wilkerson. Antonio, the only way I can interview you is sitting down. You don't want to see me standing next to this guy. Uh, you came here as a sophomore. You leave now as a senior. Talk about maybe some big moments or a big moment, maybe your favorite moment here during your basketball career at Pope. So my sophomore year, we had played a lot of competition. Uh, one moment that I really want to um, specifically talk about is me playing against Malik Deal, who is now at Belmont. Um, it was a really big challenge for me coming off an injury and me being a sophomore, but I feel like I matched up pretty well with him. Well, and that's something Dr. Wade and I talked about earlier in the show, too. Uh, those were fun matchups to watch. What What's next for Tonio? I know you're going to play basketball. Talk about, you know, you're going to Cumberland. Um, talk a little bit about the future for you. So, yeah, I will be attending um, Cumberland University to further my academic and athletic career. Um, I felt that Cumberland was really just the best fit for me, me being um, at the position that I am, me wanting to um, play the three 
instead of like playing like the four or five just for like my size and like everything so yeah awesome i'm not gonna let you out of here though we're gonna ask you some some tough questions here some hard-hitting questions uh first get hype song before a game anything by rod wave rod wave okay <laughs> trey would probably say the same thing go to mill after a big game um usually we go to texas roadhouse probably last show that you binged Ooh, ooh, the you Flash. You watch a lot of shows in my class. I do. Um, the Flash, probably. It's like my third time watching it. I really like it. Do you have a preference, beach or mountains? Definitely the beach. Okay. Favorite class at Pope? I would have to go with Miss Pepper's pre-calc class. And Miss Pepper is probably somebody, you know, your coaches, talk a little bit about what your coaches have meant to you and your time here at Pope. Um... I do want to um, give a big, big thanks to all the coaches, uh, Coach Coach Wade, Coach Ricky, um, Coach Abner. Without them, I really don't know where I would be at. Me coming over to Pope, they brought me in. They treated me like I'm one of their own, and they helped me get into college. They just helped me become a better man. And me too, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Tonio Wilkerson, uh, watch him in the playoffs as we're coming up, and then look for him next, uh, next winter at Cumberland. Thanks. We are joined by senior Olivia Sabino. You know, I've watched you grow up here. It's hard for me to say senior. Um, talk about your, your years here at Pope and playing basketball and, and what it's meant to, you, meant to you and basically how you've kind of transformed as a player. Okay, well, first I just want to say thank you, Mr. Reynolds, for inviting me here today. Um, it's been a big change. You know, first year coming in, uh, all I knew was my brother, and he played basketball, so I knew about Coach Wade, not too much about Coach Puckett. And then after her leaving, it was like a new change for Mr. Marini to come in. And like I feel like over the years with her, we've like grown. She's grown as a coach and we've grown as a team. And we've just come a long way from where we originally were. So it was really good. Highlight of your career, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it happened on the road with a little buzzer beater there. Would that be accurate? <laughs> I would say that would be accurate. You know, that was a really exciting win for us, you know, because last year uh, Harpeth Hall beat us and then, it was a close game, and we lost by only a few points. And so for us to be able to come back and win that game just at the last couple of seconds was really great for the team. What does the future hold for you after you graduate here and finish your basketball career here at Pope Prep? Um, I think I'm going to go to the University of Kentucky. I haven't officially decided yet, but um, basketball, I don't think I'm going to play anymore. But it's been a really great time here. It has nothing to do with the team or the coaches or anything. I just think it's time for me to pick something else and – Find a career in something else. Now, you do know that uh, the University of Tennessee beat the University of Kentucky this past. I, I brought that up coach, to Coach DeMarini, um, yes. but that's awesome. It's been so fun watching you play, but we're not going to let you out yet. We're going to ask a few, so, a few quick questions here, hot seat okay. questions, and uh, see if you're ready. Okay. What's your game day hype song? Um, headlines by Drake. Okay, excellent. That's actually a real answer. Uh, teammate Annie Gould last week had Frank Sinatra. See, that's a problem. Uh, they, <laughs> tell me about it. That's a whole other show we'll get That's to next show. time. Um, Go-to meal after a game. Um, I'd say peanut butter and jelly encrustable. Ooh, I, I can go mm -hmm. with that. Last show you binged? Um, hmm, suits. Okay. Netflix, yeah. All right, I'm watching that right now. All right, uh, beach or mountains? Uh, beach. Okay, and then the last question, we're going to turn this back on academics, okay. or maybe not. <laughs> Favorite class that you've had here at Pope? I have to say AP Lit, Miss Dobson, amazing class. I love it. I don't need to be hanging around these smart <laughs> kids. It's, uh, you know, mom would have been PE or, or lunch or something. But thank you, Olivia, and good thank luck uh, the rest of the way. Thank you.